Hey, sales professional, I got a question. How good are you? Um, be careful how you answer. Let's unpack it on today's episode of The Buyer's Mind. Welcome to The Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism to reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shore. Well, welcome everyone once again to The Buyer's Mind. I am your host, Jeff Shore, and uh, we've got an interesting question to deal with today. We're going to look at it for, from the perspective of the sales professional to get a sense of how difficult it is to do some self-evaluation. You know, on our podcast, we tend to look at it and say, how do we understand the way that our customers think. But sometimes we have to step back and say, well, how do we think as salespeople? And this is one where we can get into a little bit of trouble. Now, I've met a lot of salespeople in my day, and I know you have too. And every now and then, you're going to run into a salesperson who is so full of himself, who's so full of herself, that it's just a complete turnoff. And you look at it and you go, you're just kind of making me sick right here. But that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the person who's just blatantly arrogant. We're talking about a phenomenon called superiority bias, and we all have that tendency. Let me just tell you what superiority bias is. That is a tendency that we all have to overrate our own ability. It's inherent in us. It's a very Western thought. If you think as as an Eastern Hemisphere type of person, you are far less likely to be given to superiority bias. But in the West, we definitely think that we are better. Now, we, we see this actually in studies over and over again. Here in the United States, for example, uh, where I am, uh, here's an interesting statistic. 90% of you believe that you drive better than average. 90% of Americans believe that they drive better than average. Okay. Now, first of all, for the 10% of you who know that you drive worse than average, uh, good for you for being honest, but I probably don't want to be on the road uh, with you at the time. But you know what it means? Well, think about it. 90% of the people cannot be above average. It defies the laws of mathematics. So 40% of the population is wrong and delusional, and they're lousy drivers. That's kind of scary to me. I I'd rather be on the road with somebody who at least knows that they're a bad driver. This is called the superiority bias. We tend to overrate our cognitive ability, our memory, our social skills. Uh, we've seen this happen and, and over and over again. We tend to overrate our own ability. So then what happens? Well, there's one thing for a salesperson to be confident. But it's another thing when that false confidence causes them to overrate their ability, because what's the danger really with the superiority bias? I mean, you could look at it and say, okay, so we all have it. What difference does it make? We're all delusional together. What difference does it make? Well, I'll tell you what a difference it makes, and it's a significant difference. When I am guilty of the superiority bias, I have less of a desire to learn. I mean, if I've already got it figured out, then why bother? Now. I'm going to offend some people right now, but I'm going to tell you, this is absolutely more prone to be true for veterans than it is for newer salespeople. And I'm sorry, veterans, but we all have to deal with it, me included. We have to look at it and recognize that the natural tendency is to say, because I have more experience, then I must be that good. Now, I'm not going to knock your experience. I'm not going to suggest that your experience isn't important, 
But I am going to suggest that that experience, while it definitely is going to get you uh, uh, that wisdom and that knowledge over time, it does have a tendency to puff us up. It does have a tendency to cause us to believe that we are better than we actually are. That superiority bias builds over time. So I want to make a suggestion here to you, and that is that you take something that you think you know, may not have it perfect, but you think you know it, and go into a deep study. And as you do that, as you study it, you're talking to other people, you're working with your manager, you're Googling it, you're, you're, you're watching a YouTube video, whatever it is. But as you're studying, what you're going to do now is you're going to try and figure out and be very conscious of how much you don't know. We should just specifically look for those things that come up in your study that you don't know and just write them down. I'm not asking you to do this to feel bad about it. To me, it's exciting because I want to look at it from a completely different perspective. I, I want to just tell you how I see it. Maybe that helps you, maybe not. But here's the way I see it. When I get to the point where I think I know everything about a subject, I'm done. You know why? Well, for a couple of reasons. For one, I'm bored. Uh, if I think I know everything, I would be absolutely bored with that subject. This is why I don't think I ever want to play checkers again as long as I live. It's not fun. And you know why it's not fun? Because I think I play it about as well as I can. And whatever incremental efforts it would take are not worth it to me. Or, or tic-tac-toe. It, it's just, it's not worth it to me. But if I looked at something like how I understand the way my buyer makes a decision, or my technique in how I'm going to deliver a keynote speech, or how I run my business and how I have to watch the finances of my organization. I mean, these are things that I look at and I go, if I think I know all that stuff, then what's going to happen? I'm going to go into coast mode and I'm going to lock up. I'll get easily bored doing the same thing over and over again. And then something else is going to happen. The rest of the world is going to pass me by. There should be a paranoia about the rest of the world passing you by. Your single greatest fear should be irrelevancy. The idea that yesterday's presentation is going to work in tomorrow's environment. And we've all seen it doesn't. That's not the way it works. If we are not constantly reinventing, if we are not constantly growing, if we are not constantly looking for new things, we're going to get swallowed up by the world around us. And as long as you believe that you are better than you really are, you're going to have the problem. Now, I'm going to make this easy on you, though. I'm going to go with the assumption that you don't have a superiority bias. I'm going to go with the assumption that you really are as good as you think you are. Okay? I'm going to grant that to you. And now I'm going to make a suggestion to you. Pretend that you're not. Just pretend that you're 75% as smart as you think you are, that you're 75% as talented as you think you are. Now, why would I do that? Well, think about it. The worst case scenario is that you are wrong. You really are 100%, but you went back in and confirmed that you were at the top of your game. But I think what's really going to happen is you're going to look and you're going to go, hey, I may be pretty darn good, but I didn't know that. I hadn't seen that technique, but I hadn't seen a way to be able to deal with that objection. It's always healthy for us to look at it and say, how do I grow? 
or one of my favorite sayings. I'm not sure who said it. I wish I could cite the source. If you're the smartest guy in the room, you really need to find another room. I, I, I want to look at it and just at the risk of, of, of talking about myself too much right here. But I look at it for me and I recognize uh, it's exciting to me how much I don't know. I've been in the sales business for over 30 years, and there are days when I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. And that's exciting to me. There's a whole new world out there that I have yet to discover. And all I want to do is just get down to the marrow and figure out how I can grow more and more and more. There it is. Be careful the superiority bias. Because when you can look at it and say the world is full of opportunities to grow, that's when you have the opportunity to change your own world. Mm-hmm.